Good morning, boys and girls. It's so good to be with you here again this morning. I haven't seen you at Church at Home for such a long time. I'm so excited because today we are going to join the people that are at church as well. Do you know how we're going to do that? We are going to learn exactly the same passage that they are looking at. <clears throat> we are going to look at the Gospel of Mark. Now, They've been learning from the Gospel of Mark about Jesus and Jesus being their Lord and their Savior and that Jesus doesn't change, especially at this time where everything changes. This virus makes everything change. So it's a good thing for us just to be reminded what our friends have been learning. Our friends a few weeks ago started when they came to church on their own or, or by themselves. When they came physically to church, they started learning about Jesus from the Gospel of Mark. And Gospel of Mark started with John the Baptist. John the Baptist was a guy who came before Jesus. And his job is to say to the people, listen, the King is coming. The Messiah is coming. He is going to come baptize you with the Holy Spirit. He's coming. Be ready for him. You need to repent and believe. Then, the week after, we learned how John the Baptist actually baptized Jesus. And when Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit came down from heaven and a voice from heaven said, This is my son. Listen to him. Yes, my king is coming. And then last week, we learned what King Jesus came to do. We learned that King Jesus came to share the good news. And the good news in Mark chapter 1 verse 15 is this. Jesus said to people, the time has come. The kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe. So Jesus was saying, I'm the king of this kingdom. I'm here. You guys need to listen to me and do what I say. You need to repent Turn away from your old ways of life and listen to me. So that's what King Jesus came and did last week. This week, we are going to learn something very important. We are going to learn what King Jesus' priorities are. What is important for him? Well, for that, you're going to need your Bible. So I hope you've got your Bible. I hope you've got your Bible open at Mark chapter 1. In Mark chapter 1, we're going to learn, we're going to ask three questions. The first question we're going to ask is, how many people came to Jesus? The second question we're going to ask is, these people, when they came to Jesus, what did they want Jesus to do for them? And the last question is going to show us Jesus' priorities, which is different from what the people wanted. We're going to ask, what did Jesus actually do instead of what the people wanted him to do? And that's actually quite a shock. So I hope you guys are ready. I hope you got your Bibles. We are going to start with scene number one. Now imagine Jesus was baptized. Imagine he comes out. He starts telling people about the kingdom of God. What do you think happened? Did the people listen? The Bible tells us that people started listening. And when Jesus was telling them about his kingdom, he healed people and he drove out demons. And so the people started listening more and more and more. And more and more people came to him and they were so amazed. Listen to what the Bible says. Mark chapter 1 verse 27 says this. The people were so amazed that they asked each other, 
What is this? Who is this? Even the evil spirits listens to him. And the Bible says news about Jesus spread throughout the region of Galilee. Now Galilee was a region around Jerusalem. The people are listening and Jesus, the message of Jesus was spreading everywhere. And more and more people were hearing about him. And so they showed interest in Jesus. But today we are getting to a scene where Jesus is in a synagogue. Now a synagogue is just a Jewish church, if you can like it. And Jesus was in the synagogue and he was teaching. And as he was finished teaching, he went with his two disciples, Simon and Andrew. Now Simon's mother-in-law was sick, the Bible tells us. She had a fever. Now, a fever for you and me, we just go to the doctor, they give us Panado, or they give us some antibiotics, and we get better. But in those days, if you had a fever, it was serious. It was so serious that you could die of the fever. Now, Simon's mother-in-law was so sick, and he was so worried about her, that he wanted Jesus to come and help her. So, what did Jesus do? Have a look at my first picture here. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Simon, mother-in-law. The Bible tells us that Jesus in Mark chapter 1 verse 31. If you've got your Bibles, maybe you can read with me. Mark chapter 1 verse 31 says, Jesus went to her. He took her hand and he helped her up. And the fever left her just like that. Jesus was so strong and he's got so much authority over sickness that he just took her hand and said to her, get up. And you can imagine what happened then. Everybody saw that Simon's mother-in-law was better. And they started talking in the town. They saying, telling to people, people, come, come look, come see what Jesus did. And so the people came and they saw Simon's mother-in-law and they saw he was, she was fine. And then they thought, oh, if Jesus could do this for her, maybe they can do it for us. And so you know what happened that evening? That evening, so many people came to the house where Jesus was staying, and they wanted Jesus to heal them. And you know what happened? Let me read for you. That evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all who were sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered outside the door, and Jesus healed them all. Amazing! Jesus healed all of them. That's how amazing Jesus is, and that's how powerful he is. Now, imagine Jesus healing one person leads to the whole town coming to Jesus. What do you think was waiting for Jesus the next morning when he woke up? News about what he was doing was spreading everywhere. Wow, this is what would have happened. This is what will happen. More and more and more and more and more people would come to Jesus. And they would want Jesus to heal them from their diseases and sickness. But, boys and girls, this is where the interesting thing happens. Do you know what Jesus did? Let me read you what Jesus actually did. Very early the next morning, before the sun came up, while it was still dark, Jesus went out of the house and he went to a solitary place. That's a place where he could be alone to pray. Now, Simon and his companions went and looked for Jesus. 
the Bible tells us. And when they found him, they said to him, everyone is looking for you, Jesus. Everyone is looking for you. <gasps> the disciples knew that Jesus was so powerful that he could heal all these people. And when they came to the house, Simon probably woke up and saw them and said, where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? And then he went out and looked for Jesus. And when he found Jesus, he said, Jesus, these people are looking for you. They want you to heal them. And you know what Jesus said? Jesus said to Simon, let me go to another place. Let me leave this town. Let me go to another place. Let me go and preach there. That is why I have come. Jesus, everybody's come for you to help them. You leave early in the morning and now you want to go to another town because you wanted to tell them something. You wanted to tell them the gospel. Jesus, that doesn't make sense. These people need you. Wow, the disciples were so confused that Jesus had to explain to them. Jesus actually said, my priority, the reason I've come is so that people like you and me and the people there can hear the good news. Remember what the good news was? The good news was that the kingdom of God is here. Repent and believe. Jesus said, the reason I've come, the main reason I've come is not to heal, but to tell people the good news. Now, the disciples were confused and you and I should be shocked by what Jesus did because we would think that what these people need, just like Simon's mother-in-law needs, is to be healed. Wow, boys and girls, do you know what Jesus knew? Jesus knew that if he healed all these people, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next week, but they will get sick again. And importantly, one day they will die again. <gasps> so Jesus says to his disciples that I have come to help them with a bigger healing. Something bigger. They need something more important than just physical healing. And you know what that is, boys and girls? Jesus says that is to hear about the kingdom of God and how you get into the kingdom of God because when you're in the kingdom of God Jesus says you'll have eternal life Jesus says what you need the bigger thing you need is to get into God's kingdom so that God can look after you forever how do we get into this kingdom of God Jesus says we need to Turn around, repent, and believe. Turn around from what? Turn around from doing what we have been doing all our lives, which is sinning. Turning around, meaning we repent when we walk away from God. We repent. We go, oh, we've been walking away from God. We need to come back. And we need to believe. What do we need to believe? We need to believe that Jesus is the Son of God, the one who came to rescue us, the one who came to die on the cross for us. So when we become part of God's kingdom, we can actually love him. We can actually love God back the way he wants us to love him. Now, listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said, 
let's go somewhere else to a nearby village because I have come that people might hear about me. And if somebody doesn't tell them, they will never hear. So Jesus says, I need to go there and I need to tell them. They need to hear about the kingdom of God. And they need to hear how to get in, which is repenting and believing. Turning away from your sin and turning towards Jesus and trusting that he is the only one who can save you. So, let's take a deep breath. Let's think about it again. Remember those three questions? Remember the first questions? How many people came to Jesus? Loads and loads and loads of people came to Jesus. Because, why did they want to come to Jesus? Because they knew Jesus could help them. These diseases, these sicknesses, would eventually lead to death. And so just like the disciples, the people thought their biggest problem was that they were going to die. Jesus knew that. And he said, I actually have a bigger healing. I've got a bigger solution for your problem. And so that's why Jesus didn't stay to heal the people. He went to the other villages and to the other villages. And even the village here in South Africa, you and I are sitting here in South Africa. We've heard about the good news. It's for you and me. Jesus says that he's come to deal with our sin and with death. Jesus came to deal with sin and death and he conquered both of them by dying on the cross. So, what's the king's priority? What's Jesus' big priority? His big priority, yes, is to look after you and me right here and now. But his big, big priority is so that we can... He, so his biggest priority, the, one he, the reason he came, is to tell you and me about his kingdom. Where we can live with him with no more sin, no more pain, no more suffering forever where we can love Jesus and he can love us back. Boys and girls, isn't that so amazing? To know, especially in this world where things changes and especially where some of us are facing people who are dying and sad and sick, to know that Jesus cares for us and he knows what we need. He knows our biggest need is to be friends with him again so that we can live with him for all eternity. That's why Jesus came. Jesus came to save us from sin and death. All right, let's close our eyes and let me pray for us. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much that you came to tell us about your kingdom and what it is like in your kingdom. That you have forgiven, you've come to forgive us our sins, that you've come to deal with death and diseases Thank you that when we come and we turn to you, we repent and we believe in you, the Bible tells us that we are now part of your kingdom, that we have eternal life. Thank you so much that you love us and that you care so much for us that you came to deal with our biggest problem. Amen. Thank you, boys and girls. It was so good to have you with us here this morning. Please pray for your friends who are in church and please speak to your parents because you are welcome to join us next Sunday in person at church again for our celebration Sunday. Bye-bye.